0: guardian angels and patron saints, pray for us. Well, just a few brief thoughts today. I wanna to share a story with you that a lot of the talk, if you've been following in the, um, in the news, a lot of the talk around the status of the dignity of the, of the human life in the womb up to the final months of, uh, of gestation, the recent events in the state of New York and in the state of Virginia, the testimony given by lawmakers and others, and then of course these scripture readings today, making such frequent ref- frequent references to infancy, to the to the child in the womb, to the call of God coming to us even while completely bound up with the body of our of our mother. I want to offer a, a little perspective that. Doesn't really address any of those things in particular, but does speak to what we hear in our second reading today. We know partially, we prophesy partially, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. At present, we see indistinctly as in a mirror, but then, referring to glory, to heaven, we shall see face to face. How do we describe what it means to live in the presence of God, in the fullness of his presence, to see him face to face? How could we possibly put that into words? It escapes human language. It surpasses any capacity that we have to understand, let alone express. Yet, we can make certain gestures towards it, suggestions, images usually, that appeal more to our imagination than to our intellect. After all, that's what moves us. The things that speak to the heart arrive through our senses, through the things that we can see and touch and smell and hear. One of my favorite stories, short story, is written by a man, a mathematician, in the 19th century. It's a story of a shape, a square. And he goes from a two-dimensional world and has a brief little excursion into a land of three dimensions. And then returns home to his two-dimensional world to try to tell people what, what that's like. And obviously he has no capacity to explain it, nothing to refer to. How do I convey the idea of a third dimension to people who have never experienced anything but two? Or rather to Shapes. That have never experienced anything but two so it is with with us we're we're stuck in our present condition yet something awaits us which surpasses that condition that we can't imagine eyes not seen ear has not heard nor has it entered into our heart what god has ready for those who love him yet yet the gift of his holy spirit has been poured out into our hearts that we may understand these things so We're in a curious in-between place, and so I want to tell this story just as a way to suggest, not through an argument, it's not a proof, it doesn't prove anything about about the afterlife. No one who doesn't believe in the afterlife would be convinced by something like this. But for those of us who do, it can help form our minds and imaginations in the way of seeing that helps us put this present life in its proper perspective. So, in a mother's womb, there were two babies. One of them asked the other, do you believe in life after delivery? The other one replied, well, of course, there there has to be something after delivery. Maybe we're here to prepare ourselves for what that will be. The first responded, well, come on, There's, there's no life after delivery. What kind of life would that be? What would that even mean? The second responded, I, I don't know. I think there will be more light, maybe. Maybe maybe we'll use our legs to walk. Maybe we'll take in food through our mouths. Maybe we'll even have other senses that we don't really use or understand right now. The other replied, well, walking, I mean, that's impossible. What, what would that... What would that look like? What kind of world would that be? And why would we even need to eat with our mouths? The umbilical cord supplies everything that we need, all of our nutrition. But this umbilical cord, I mean, it's only so long. What would it mean to go and take that with us? Life after delivery is is to be logically excluded by any reasonable person, by any thoughtful baby. Well, the second insisted. Well, I do think there is something. It's probably different. It must be different. Maybe we won't even need this, this umbilical cord anymore. The other asked, Okay, well, if there is life after delivery, why has no one ever come back from there? Delivery is the end of life. Okay, and after that, there's nothing but darkness and silence An oblivion, it takes us nowhere. I don't know, said the other baby. But I I do know this, we'll meet mother. She'll take care of us. Laughing, the first baby replied, mother, you, you actually believe in mother. If mother exists, where is she now?" The other said, Well, I mean, she's all around us. We're surrounded by her. We are of her. It's in her that we live. Without her, everything that we have would, would not exist, could not exist. The first dismissively, Well, I don't see her. And as far as I'm concerned, she doesn't exist. But The other baby, after a moment, said, sometimes when you're in silence and you focus and you really listen, you can perceive her presence and you can hear her loving voice calling down from above. When I was a child... I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. At present, we see indistinctly as in a mirror. But then, face to face, at present I know partially. Then I shall know fully, as I'm fully known.